am here with a young hot mama by the name of Sydney Stanley. She is a current student at UNCG and the founder of a mental wellness organization called Phoenix. Hi. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Um, so before we get started in the interview, just tell us a little um, something about yourself. Well, like you said, I'm a senior here at UNCG. And um, I'm studying art with concentration in photography. My minor is psychology. And I'll hopefully be out of here in December. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So that's a little something-something. Okay. So Phoenix is an organization that deals with mental wellness. What made you want to start an organization since you're... Uh, um, what made you want to start an organization based on mental wellness if you're an art major? Well, I have three mental illnesses myself. I have um, chronic depression, anxiety, and most recently diagnosed in March with PTSD. And I know when I came to college, it all flared up my second semester of my freshman year. And after I went to Leadership, I don't know if you know, that's the, um, it's a program throughout the school and you go away for like a week retreat and you work on you know your leadership your leadership skills and really get into know like your core values and at the same time you work through a lot of your problems with these people so after I saw how my stories impacted others and how I actually could get help from sharing my story I realized that you know if there was a group that I could go to my freshman year that could help me um, that would have made a big difference in my journey with battling these illnesses so I decided to start one for those who you know may not have somewhere to go and you know we're legally not a support group but it definitely is comforting helps to be um, around people that deal with the same things it also educates other college students on the importance of mental health and mental illnesses because you know with the stigma that's our main goal you're reducing the stigma so I really wanted to bring awareness to what people deal with every day because I don't think people understand you know how severe and how hard it is to battle these things every day so okay yeah so where did the name phoenix come from well we actually have a quote and it's i no longer feared the darkness once i knew the phoenix would rise within me i believe it's william c hannon i kind of pronounce his <laughs> last name wrong sometimes but when i was sitting down and trying to figure out a name that quote really stuck with me because it's like you you kind of prepare yourself for the dark times in a way because you know like you're going to rise from them even stronger just like phoenixes do so that's where i came, came up with that name so you mentioned uh three of the illnesses that you have what are some um other mental illnesses that uh people may endure or see throughout like people that come to phoenix or just in general just in general well, there's a lot. Um, there's, you know, bipolar disorder, like I said, depression, anxiety, PTSD, there's schizophrenia, there's, um, then there's like subcategories under those, like there's different types of depression, different types of anxiety, um, some other ones we touch on, those are like the main ones we touch on, I'm trying to think, because there's so many, but those are like the core ones that, you know, that are most, mostly seen, but there's a a lot of different ones it's to me delicious <laughs> so um going off of that um is it common for people not to notice or ignore their own trouble um that they are having uh, mentally yeah most definitely especially if you know 
society and you know family are saying like oh you're just you have to either pray about it or you know you're just overreacting or stuff like that it's really hard to it takes a lot to sit down and be like oh this is what I'm dealing with this isn't okay something's off because I think people forget like it really is a chemical imbalance most of the time like it's out of your control so right um so uh you said that a lot of uh, family members or people around you just say pray about it why do you think it's um so passed off especially like within the black community Mm -hmm. um i feel like people don't take it as seriously as if you break a leg or since that's seen and you know the damage that that does i feel like it's one of those things that because of the stigma of oh you're being crazy or it's not that big of a deal i don't think i think people need to be educated more about it to understand the severity of it if that makes sense so especially within the black community i feel like that's just a culture thing i know um one of my aunts when i was first you know dealing with this and realizing what was going on was like that's the devil you can't think like that you have to be positive get you know, you gotta get that spirit. <laughs> right right and you know it's like I said it's really not that easy it's really chemical and I feel like people don't recognize that because they already have this preconnotation that okay well they can just think that away like you can snap out of it and it's really not that simple so I really feel like it's lack of I don't want to say people aren't educated but if you don't really understand what someone's going through it's really easy for you to pass it off as oh well it's not that big of a deal if that makes sense yeah mm-hmm. um so what are some signs we can notice as family or friends um the troubles that uh, people around us are going through well sometimes it's really hard because i know for myself since i've dealt with this for over half my life I've, it's become habitual for a facade to come up which you know, sometimes I don't even mean to. It just happens. Like, say I'm dealing with something. I'm like, okay, I'm about to be in public. It just comes on like, hey, hey, like I'm fine. Um, but I think one of the biggest things would be isolation. I know with me, that's that's when my friends come out like, uh, you good? I haven't heard from you in a second. Like, is everything okay? Um, definitely isolation, appetite change, um, mood swings, those type of things. And it sounds textbook, but it's like, it's real life. Like, I know when I'm going through a low, that's the first thing they notice. Like, you good like oh come here oh no i'd rather be in my room or you know you all right now i just don't feel like talking and sometimes it is harder for people to open up but it's really important for you if you start seeing small signs like that to let them know like i'm here for you i understand i'm not going to judge you etc you know what i mean right Mm -hmm. um so uh still going off of that um if we do notice something, how could we help? I know you said that just, you know, being there for reassurance, but what else could we, like, what else could we do? If they don't feel comfortable talking with you, you can um, try to, for me, what works best is, you know, people are empathetic, like, okay, I understand this is going through, this is what works for me. Or like, um, I know people don't like counseling, but counseling is uh, yeah. magic. <laughs> so if you know of somewhere they could get help, you could refer them there. Um, try your best to just be positive energy, like feed them positive energy. Try to, you know, get them to do stuff with you that they'd enjoy that would um, uplift them. I know my dad literally spring break 
my dad came to my room and was like, got me out of bed. Like, not even being funny. <laughs> he wasn't trying to, and he knows, like, you know, he's, he's come a long way with, like, understanding and helping me with that. But he'd be like, come on, let's let's go. Like, and literally came to my room and, like, got me out of bed. I was like, okay, dad. But I really appreciated that because it's like, you, you really go out of your way to show, like, I'm here to do what you need, you know. You know, some people be like, yeah, I just need to be left alone. But there's a there's a line between, like, being left alone to recharge versus, like, isolation. Like, I don't, like, need to be around anybody, like, because I can get unhealthy. So, if that answered it. Yeah. Um, so, you mentioned uh, your dad actually coming in and mm-hmm. getting you up. What advice uh, would you give more specifically to parents on how mm-hmm. to um, just keep their kids involved or like know what's going on with them Mm -hmm. like with their children it's that's ironic because i just started a job at um you know the family center for the family um partnership you know what i'm talking about (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we're working with juvenile justice system with substance abuse and mental health and my job is a consultant so my audience is actually the parents and clinicians so what i was saying is you know communication is huge like showing that you care like being there talking with your child like for me what worked best with my dad like it's hard to explain what you're going through if you don't understand it yourself so what I had to do was research things that I thought would best he would best you know um understand understand yeah right so like I was in TED talks like that would break it down or stuff like that because everybody doesn't you know get it the same rate right so for parents it's a matter of like like I said like talk to me what's going on not judging or not you know coming in like oh it's just the devil and stuff like you just have to be really open and and let your child know like I'm here for you what's going on what do I need to do that type thing and you know what helps me is my, my parents are completely understanding and they always give me you know encouragement and reassurance of how much they love me and that goes a long way it seems small but it goes a long way so so um this generation we are constantly in our phones all the time 24 7 how do you think social media plays into our well-being who what <laughs> i feel like i love that question okay i feel like a lot of people and i do this myself i have to take breaks from social media because of this i feel like a lot of people compare their behind the scenes to others highlight reels and social media is just you know like oh i'm doing great i'm doing great i'm doing great and then you're over here like well i'm not like that just makes me feel even worse or it's just also it gets people in your business so it's like i feel like you know, our generation especially, they a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot of people thrive off of, like, the drama through social media. And that's actually, you know, just feeding more negativity. Because for me, my freshman year, the second semester, I had to deactivate my Twitter. You know, some people were like, come back to Twitter, come back. And I just deactivated it again because someone else, like a colleague of mine, made it for me. And I was like, okay, no, it's fine. I don't need it in my life. Because you're constantly like, oh, what are they thinking? What are they doing? What would they think about this if I said this? And it's like, I don't need that. Like, I just need to, I need to focus on myself. But it definitely keeps you, like, involved with everybody else's life. So you start to compare and start, start to compare, like, your life journey to others or, like, where you are to others when in general, like, in reality, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Like, everyone has, you know, their own journey for their own reasons. So I definitely think social media comes in with the comparison. If you're going um, through something, then you're like, 
oh man, like why can I be like them? But you don't know what they're going through because they only show what they want to be seen and the drama aspect. So, um, what what advice would you give to those um, who are looking at other people's lives, um, like saying that they aren't good enough or they feel like they aren't, you know, where where they should be? Like, what advice would you give to them to make sure that they stay? on the on the right track of just keeping a a clear mind so for me faith is i'm faith is my you know anchor like i wouldn't be here if it weren't for god and it's for me it's a lot of trusting in his plan because i've had a lot of things go south where you know or the timing i would want it to happen this time and it doesn't or you know, I didn't get this job, but then, like, later on, I got a better one. Like, I feel like there's a reason for everything. And so, that's usually my advice and what I try to remind myself. Like, there's a reason that everything is happening. And you can't have a testimony without any test. So, don't compare what you're going through to other people. Because, like I said, you don't know what they're going through. They they only show you what they want to be seen. Like, what you only see what they allow you to right. see. And I feel like it's really important to just take a step back like I do all the time as you see breaks with social media <laughs> and realize like okay yes this may hurt I might be going through this right now but everything happens for a reason and I know something greater is coming like you can't have a testimony without this you're gonna pass this test just you have to just persevere um remember that you know those who love you love you yeah. like it's just it's one of those things where you really just have to take take a step back and just breathe and know that everything is going to be okay because everybody's not meant to be the same everybody's journey isn't the same so that's what i have to do to myself it's hard but and i'm better at telling other people that <laughs> yeah, than doing, doing it myself but it really does help um okay so uh just a few more questions um that's fine. what <laughs> what do you hope to accomplish with phoenix I'm not gonna lie. I'm really scared that when I leave, it won't stay as popping <laughs> as it is and as successful. Um, so I'm really working towards making sure, you know, the next executive board is just as passionate with it. But I really want to. I want it to wake people up and for people to see like mental illness and you know the importance of mental health is not a trend. Like this is a real life thing, just as cancer. You know, it's yeah. it's like a cancer in itself, in a way. You know what I mean? Um, he goes into, rem like, how cancer has remission, you know. Yeah. yeah right. Ups and downs. Ups it. and downs, exactly. And, you know, people actually do lose their lives to mental illnesses. And that's another reason I didn't say it before. I, have you know, know a few people who lost their lives. I had a friend in high school who lost her life to depression. And, you know, there's days, there's so many days that, it's like, what could I have done? And I feel like this is what I can do to prevent that from happening to other people. So I didn't only do it, you know, I needed to help myself as well, but yeah. I feel like I just really want it to wake college students up and to keep educating people on the importance of mental health and mental illness and what we can do to help those that battle it and to reduce the stigma. Reducing the stigma is like the number one goal. So it's not looked at as like, oh, well, it's whatever. No, <laughs> it's not whatever. So, so um, how 
and where can everyone keep up with you and Phoenix and just uh, different events and stuff that may be going on and to get more information on how to control their um, their, their mental health? Well, we have a website <laughs> and it's phoenixuncg.wix.com slash phoenix16. <laughs> you know, Wix is annoying. And then we also have um, Instagram and Twitter, which is phoenixuncg. So... You can find us there. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> and I'll uh, put everything up on the website um, and under uh, the the description under this podcast. So, thank you, Sydney. No problem. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you, girl. Of course. <laughs>